0: So, Austin, you know we usually start with a musical intro or an intro for music. Uh, We're not doing that right now because today's episode, while there's no really big breaking news to talk about, there is still news or things to talk about. And they involve John Tavares. It's Toronto. It's going to be happening. That guy. That guy. He's not just a guy. He's, He's a
1: Toronto Maple Leaf.
0: He's a Toronto Maple Leaf who turned his back on the New York Islanders. So I have a special treat for you. This is only a tease. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to play the whole clip, but this is a tease into what we're going to be hearing today on this episode of the Tip of the Tower podcast.
2: It's almost like he secretly hated the franchise and said, how can I hose them as much as I possibly can? Oh, I got this great idea.
0: So Austin, uh, you and I were trying to think of a song that would work perfectly with with this, with this theme of of being a traitor, being a guy who turned his back on everything, and you found you found the perfect song. Uh, this one is by Daughtry, and what was it called again?
1: I believe it's called "Traitor." It's,
0: it's called "Traitor." So, to start off the tip of the tower podcast, here is our musical intro. You know, Austin, listening at that clip, I don't know whether to be just ecstatic, like to be like so happy to think that Toronto radio is not that bad. Imagine having to listen to that. I guess maybe these guys are more five days a week. They're not, I mean, no radio station really has a, station, uh, a show for seven days a week. But imagine having to listen to something like that for five days. Days a week. Man, um, if you don't know, or if you've probably heard this clip, you've probably have heard a replayed on our own our Toronto sports radio stations. That was from uh, WFAN in New York. The uh, host's name is Evan Roberts. The prelude to that clip actually was even I think even more gold was the golden too was the
1: best part but we can't play the whole thing because <laughs> of time constraints
0: we don't want to play the whole clip, but yeah. the best part I think of the whole clip too I mean I don't know if it was the best part, but it's the part that really got you hooked which I mean good on this guy for getting you hooked into his uh his rant his fiery hot take like this is worse than nuclear of hot takes but he um he starts this off by saying he, he got the news of John Tavares signing with the Toronto Maple Leafs from Sirius XM, the NHL network. And apparently the host, I don't feel with him, but it was meant as a joke or maybe he just misread whatever he was supposed to say. But he said that Toronto Tavares was going to be signing with the New York Islanders. And then he went on this whole like, oh, for I was like, no, it sounded like he was like fist pumping and, you know... Whatever, you know, you could think of during a celebration like that. And then he heard the co-host, uh, tell the, the guy, no, you read it wrong. He signed with the Maple Leafs. And that guy just lost it. Yep. In that moment, he lost it. Um, I, I think what we're going to do is I do have the clip. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to put the whole clip into the podcast. We've heard it in full length. We, uh. We had, I, I listened to it a couple of times just because of how um, uh, just there's no words really to describe it. I don't think I've ever heard a player since maybe LeBron James get kicked in the back or kicked, kicked, in, the ass. kicked in the ass. Wow, it was just a bad analogy. You can, just, you can go ahead. Like just – Absolutely blasted, Blast is the word I was looking for, for a decision that he had the right to make and to feel that the Islanders were somehow wronged in all of this. Uh, so we're going to play the clip. Uh, I think I'm just going to insert the whole clip here. Have a listen to it. Uh, that way you guys get an idea of how this whole back and forth between us and I is going to go about. And don't know if it's going to be more of a back and forth or more of a just us. Uh, going just digest, dissecting this great, great piece of radio right here. So here's the clip of uh, Evan Roberts on WFAN talking about John Tavares hosing the New York
2: Islanders. To think about how much of a phony this guy was. And before I hear anybody tell me, oh, come on, Evan. He's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants to go. I'm not a complete moron. I understand he has the right to do that. I get that. We've seen athletes go home. We've seen athletes take a year less. We've seen athletes do a lot of that stuff. That's fine. That's not the issue. Don't make that the issue. The issue is the way he took this franchise on a roller coaster for the last two and a half years. You're telling me he didn't know he tweets a picture in pajamas with the Maple Leaf logo. Oh, it's a boyhood dream. He didn't know he had a boyhood dream six months ago. He didn't know he had a boyhood dream a year ago. He didn't know he had a boyhood dream as he's going past the deadline. Lewis standing there waiting, trying to get this guy back. I'm not saying the honors are going to do much else in free agency, but they had to stand still waiting for this guy. He didn't know it took him into the last second. He couldn't have hosed the Islanders anymore if he tried. That's the facts. It's almost like he secretly hated the franchise and said, how can I hose them as much as I possibly can? Oh, I got this great idea. So I'm going to basically whisper sweet nothings into the organization's ear, to the fans' ears about Belmont and Brooklyn and Long Island, and I'm going to wait as long as I possibly can. I'm going to have everybody come to me in L.A. like I'm a king, and I'm going to wait as long as I, I'm going to make it as painful as I can, and then I'm going to leave. But don't worry. I'm going to write a nice letter. Great. Thanks, bro. And here's the other thing about this guy. There's some athletes who have Twitter accounts. They don't use them. Maybe they tweet once every year. Now, now he feels real good about using Twitter.
0: So, Austin, listening to that glorious piece of radio, what what did you take from it that maybe other people haven't thought about, or just you? The
1: floor is yours. He's got to do his job. And I think you and I can appreciate that. He's a New York radio host, and that's the hot news. Um, I don't remember who the Rangers signed on the first day of free agency, but...
0: (laughs) They barely signed anybody, so... The
1: Rangers would generally be the talk of the town, with WFAN for sure, because they are Rangers. Well, they do a lot of everything in New York, let's be honest, but... A star leaving his team is going to be massive news, and... I mean, he pretty much embodied what Islanders fans were feeling at that point. Um, is it warranted? Nah, it's up for you to decide. It's, it's a debate for another day. But
0: Oh, there's going to be a debate about this. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, my initial take on it, and you played it, I didn't even know this existed until about, what, 10 minutes before we started recording? Yeah. So, uh Well, the time that we took to listen to it, so yeah. I mean, Jake is the one that gets fired up on this podcast, but uh, I'll try my best. I mean, this... It's hard to... I don't want to get angry at the guy because he's doing his job, but my God, Islanders fans, shut your mouth about this. John Tavares betrayed the organization, did a wrong, stabbed us in the back. Bullshit that you're pulling. John Tavares had a choice. And the choice, let's be honest, Jake said it during the last podcast, the arena situation's crap. The best players he's ever played with were this season when he was with Anders Lee and Josh Bailey, who are great. They scored a lot of goals this season. Who the hell were they back when the Islanders were making their playoff runs?
0: Or trying to make a playoff run.
1: They have something in Barzell. Congratulations. That is a good pick. He is going to be your franchise centerman now. The beauty of this for New York is that you lose Tavares, but Barzal's the reigning Rookie of the Year, so it's not like you have to go searching. You're in a better position than most teams.
0: Yeah, like I, I, I equate back to, and I, I brought up LeBron James. Yeah. When LeBron James left Cleveland, he left Cleveland with basically, ba- basically, basically, basically nothing. Yeah. That franchise ha- was a lottery team until he came back. And he came back. Of all, was forgiven when he came back. Yeah. But fan like that. I remember the. I was in Italy when I saw the uh, the news of the decision. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, all over the place. Ah, ah. Um, it was on CNN too.
1: Like, they, were they playing it in Italy?
0: It was playing in Italy. And I John
1: Tavares. People don't even know John Tavares is in Italy. For scope. no,
0: maybe in Portugal they do. Apparently, well, good Portuguese person, nice. but. Um, when he when he left, I re- I remember, Cle- like people were burning jerseys, people were riding, It was a disaster. But that was a that was a guy who left because, not only because he wanted to win, because he wanted to put together the three, what do they call the dream? I don't know what the the big three. Big three, yeah. The big three in Miami.
1: That's, I mean, let's just stop for a second because I I did a thing on personally on my blog where I just talked about this exact thing. We're talking about John Tavares. And I just want to branch off to the NBA for a second. Just yeah.
0: no, We have no problem. Because
1: what I wrote in this is LeBron started this current era of this domino effect of players just deciding let's chase championships. We don't need to be loyal to our teams. And fair enough. You get to free agency. You've done your time with the franchise. It's your choice. I'm not going to blame anybody. No. What I respect about LeBron is that he and the Celtics Sorry, he and the Cavaliers lost to the Celtics in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, somewhere around there. Back when KG, Paul Pierce, yeah, Rajon Rondo, anything is possible, yeah. yeah. Back when they had their big championship team, and LeBron knew he couldn't beat that team because the best uh, player he had was O'Gauskas beside him. I'm trying to think of my mic. There we go. Sorry, your, your my mic, mic was good. my mic was blinking, so I was worried for a sec. Yeah, it's it's fine. I, okay. got, I got you. I got you here. Um. So he left and formed a team with uh, Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade so he could combat the Celtics. Um, now you see Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant's a snake, no matter what you want to say. Kevin Durant got in the news again today because he bashed a guy for saying, like calling him out, saying, I don't care. He was in the news again today for saying, I don't care what you think about me bandwagoning, but that's what he did. He couldn't beat the Warriors, so he went to another team and pulled a complete bitch move and left. A team that was already making... like They were in the Western Conference Finals. The Oklahoma City Thunder. He had Russell Westbrook.
0: I think it was more that he went to the team he couldn't beat.
1: Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. LeBron couldn't beat uh, the Celtics, but he didn't join the Celtics. Okay, I see. Is what I'm getting at here. He went and built a team through free agency somewhere else so that he could combat the Celtics and beat them.
0: I think the, I think where people may, and you can some people can disagree with this, I think the take would be different if Tavares decided, I'm not going to sign with New York. I'm going to go sign with Tampa or Pittsburgh.
1: If it was San Jose, nobody would have given a crap. That but is also honest, true. It's the team he signed with that makes everybody so up in arms.
0: Well, and, and in the clip, the, he mentions the whole pajamas. He didn't know he had a dream how many years ago. That whole that whole idea and how he's saying that, the, that and the whole idea that he's using facts. Look, the fact of the matter is the Leafs have gone on record to say that their decision to go after Tavares didn't happen until February. Yep. He never asked to be traded or wanted to be traded from the Islanders. That is loyalty right there. Because as a captain, you should never want out, unless th- like. an Eric Carlson said, people make point to Eric Carlson situation. This is totally different. Like, well, there is other issue. There's a lot of issues in auto that New York just doesn't have. Like, we
1: we like the phrase in sports when you're talking about managers signing players to a show me contract. Yeah, we use that term a lot. This was a show me year for the Islanders to show Tavares why he should stay. And they gave him zero reasons as to why he should stay, other they, they than Matt
0: gave Marzal, him, is all Lou Lermo did his best quick job as Lou, he could. Lou
1: did his best. Gar Snow did dick all to keep this player around. Yeah. He acquired one player at the deadline, and he bit, gave up, what, a late-round pick for Brandon Davidson, who didn't even play all the time?
0: The, the issue is not even what happened this past year or the year before. Yeah. It is the fact that when Tavares ended his... Entry level contract, only signed a deal if I think it was just over five million a season, for a guy that was who their, that was their chance. That was it, right there. If elite, if like that is never going to happen anymore in the NHL. You're never going to see a guy. Those
1: were the last couple. Was him doing that and Crosby taking his eight point seven million yeah. to stay in Pittsburgh. And Those were the last.
0: And funny thing is, Malcolm gets paid more. That's also it deserved. I, think, I was- actually the only other the only other maybe difference is Stamkos taking less, Hedman taking less. I
1: saw a lot of people getting on about how Kucherov is so much better than Tavares and making so much less, a mil and a half less. Look at the team around him. Give me a break. He took less money. You don't think Nikita Kucherov could get McDavid money on the open market? He would get more than McDavid on the open market. A and forty-plus goal winger that can just walk and look at and
0: yeah and look at the position he plays and there's just so there's differences there and it's I, the same with Stamkos people
1: take less money to stay in Tampa Bay because they are the class of the Eastern Conference
0: and technically Tavares did take less let's not forget he had thirteen million dollars on, on the table he left how much with and the an, Islanders and an extra
1: year he left on the table the uh, yeah,
0: the, the Islanders, Islanders offer apparently was over ninety million dollars for eight years that's more than eleven that's uh, I don't know how it exactly plays out. Can't remember the exact number. I think it was Steve Simmons who said it was over close to 91, 92 million.
1: Yeah, but like he left seriously. money. I, I've talked to some Islanders fans that are cool with it. They You've seen them on Twitter that say, mm-hmm. yeah, he did his time with the Islanders. It didn't work out the way we had exactly wanted it. And good luck in Toronto. And there's a ton of Islanders fans that are saying he's a Judas and he needs to do this and that. And Take this and place it somewhere that's not too fun. And I think I
0: think the big part about all this is that um, the blame is going to the wrong place. I, 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 even, I wrote a piece on Tip of the Tower saying the criticism towards him is not warranted.
1: But this is how it was going to be. Yeah. Because he is the first of his kind. Exactly, in this generation that has,
0: and I think that's probably. in, in the players Tribune piece, he wrote. I don't know if you read the Players Tribune piece. He uh, said, uh, "I have not yet." You I've don't even it, need though. to read the whole thing. You just read the first yeah. little bit, and you can. You can.
1: Sometimes when, it, it, and it, I know, it's I'm a, assuming it just reads out like a press release, like to the Islanders no, fans. Thank no, you. No, it doesn't oh, actually. No? Okay.
0: It's more so now. A them. lot of people talk about how these are ghost writers. He's not actually writing this, but sometimes you can you can sense. And this was some things I try to do in my writing. You can sense the emotion of a person in their writing. Um, and you can tell that Tavares was conflicted. He was never set. And and this was something that even the Leafs management, they didn't know whether or not Tavares was going to come until he came into the Leafs office and signed that contract. Because, look, Tavares may have decided the Leafs are my team. But then you see guys change their minds DeAndre Jordan is a perfect example where he said, yep, I'm going to sign with the Dallas Mavericks. They had a verbal agreement, and then it's everything broke down. He's like, you know what? I'm going back to L.A. It is really hard for a guy to leave after so many years with one franchise. But to finally come to your thought, okay, let me just really think about this. And he did. Yeah. It's not like he just decided, yep, I'm going to go play for the Leafs. That's it. I'm done with New York. This was a lot of thinking, and he knew he probably knows that this backlash, this criticism was going to come from it, and you, there's no way around it. I have no problem with people being upset with the player leaving. I remember when I was a kid and Curtis Joseph left for the Detroit Red Wings. I was upset because Cujo was one of my favorite players, and so this would have been, what, 2003? I was not even 10. I was like 8, eight 9 years old at the time. He was the only goaltender, really, that I knew in the during the Leafs' time. Like, in those years, he was with the Leafs. To see a guy like that leave, it upsets people. But these aren't kids yeah. that are getting upset. These are people who are capable of tweeting out things, which half of them are probably seem like kids on Twitter, and a radio host who is supposed to have some sort of professionalism but we also know the landscape in New York and their media is a little bit different. But that's the part that gets me. You're making this seem like he he made it personal to fans. This never had anything to do with the fan base. This had more to do with what the team was doing and the options available to him. If the Leafs were not a team there, I guarantee he's with the Islanders. If the and Leafs were not involved in all this, even yeah. if San Jose was in there... This would have been. He's
1: not going to make the move all the way to San Jose.
0: I don't think he does. Now he's going to stay. Maybe, with what he knows. maybe, maybe he thinks San Jose's organization is better suited for him. Yeah. I mean, they are a better fit in terms of building it the all. They they were they've been closer to a Stanley Cup, let's say, than New York has ever been in the last, let's say, ten years. Even. that's
1: also a lot less pressure on him. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like a guy that really worries about the pressure because if he been he, he doesn't score in his first game as a Leaf, he's probably going to be run out of town or some stupid crap.
0: No, and that's that's something I, I can't wait to it's, see. It's, is how It's
1: a power that Leaf fans don't know yet. You know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. We've never had this type of situation where there's so many solid players around and so young as well. Like There is mm-hmm. a core that could be kept together for well, at least seven <laughs> years because Tavares is here now. You're going to have to contend for... As long as he's around, you'd think.
0: Now, and and we've had this. We I don't, I don't want to bring up the captaincy. I don't like. I don't no. want to say. But they can both be this. But this is where not having a captain and in all in the last year I think hurt the Leafs. And the reason I say that is because when things go wrong for a team, the captain comes out and says, "We didn't get it done." Things like you you'll hear the cliches and all that. Yeah. There was no captain last year. And who took the brunt of the criticism? It's one player. It's, I mean two players,' sorry two, because Jake Gardner was the scapegoat for Game seven. But Austin Matthews was so criticized that Mike Babcock apparently had to go have a meeting with had to go meet with them. Um, and nobody could shut up here about how Austin Matthews didn't step up. Even though he had three different line mates, like line combination changes on him during the playoffs, no, let's make it about him. If there was a captain, let's say a John Tavares, that takes the pressure off of a kid like that. This is where, and I, I, I do want to talk about the captaincy just because, um, not because of the whole whether it should be Matthews or Tavares, the idea of that, but where this idea of. Where the blame should lie, and I don't think we should be very quick to lie. Where the to think about where the blame should lie, but rather, how do you improve? How do you get better? Forget about it. Okay. So, I'm. I think we're gonna close this chapter on the Islanders and their. I think what's been said has been said. You can't take it back. No. No, and you it's, can't. It's just. The I'll least. be curious to see how he's how. His uh, return to New York is taken. I guarantee
1: they're planning a pajama party for him. By the way, Islanders fans, sick burn, pajama boy. You guys are so clever. Oh yeah, seriously, um, kick rocks. Go take a. But lap. then I oh, also forget
0: God. who the general manager is, and Lou Lamoriello, and I really doubt he's going to do anything special. Do you think? Now that's quite, that's actually I think a good debate. Will Lou Lamoriello have a tribute video? There was there wasn't one for Phil. No, even. Oh. I mean uh, John Phil...
1: Tavares has sort of endeared himself to New York fans at this point like Vince Carter did when he left Toronto.
0: You you brought up uh where it's yeah.
1: like you know what I mean Vince Carter is loved now in Toronto. Yeah, but it takes time. When he came time. back that was a volatile environment. And this
0: was the, the Vince Carter thing was like he wanted out so bad. Um, have
1: you watched the Carter Effect yet on Netflix? I
0: haven't. I, that's one take, thing. take a look at that. I it's got a, good. I really have to watch that. Um but yeah I I think I think Tavares is not on the same stage as Carter and I don't think you think that as well. No. But I'm very curious to see what happens cuz as you said, has dealt with a similar situation when Scott Niedemeyer left the J- New Jersey Devils. And uh, I had his Anaheim. contract
1: up here. It was the lock. It was after the lockout year, it looks like. He yeah,
0: it was the year Anaheim won.
1: 5 was his first season was, with Anaheim.
0: Did they win the Cup? That was the year they won the Cup, right? I believe they I won in 06.
1: 07. 06 was Carolina, I think. So, yeah, you're right. Sorry. played Ottawa. It was the year after. Um, um, I just find it funny. He signed. This is the biggest defenseman... Po- Arguably in the world at that point, Scott Niedermeyer.
0: Yeah, you know, at that time, yeah, he was... Yeah,
1: 06, 07, around there. Yeah. He, was pro- like, oh, he and Pronger, and they were both on the same team, obviously. Well, he, Pronger
0: Canada. was a trade, because yeah. he... I don't even know how Those many...
1: too massive. What I'm getting at is yeah. he was the biggest name, probably, in free agency. What did he get? <laughs> this is a salary he cap. Got four years, uh, $6.75 a season. A season. A season. Yeah, the sal- but
0: you also see what the salary cap went down to. Holy well, smokes! Well, I mean,
1: oh five oh six was the first season with the new salary cap. I out. think
0: it was like yeah, and it went low. Yeah. Like a lot of teams are screwed.
1: Yeah, and the Leafs, so I the think the Leafs would have been screwed because they were. Tom, off. Tom and
0: Selmi was on uh, on the lead. Yeah. Uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Blair and Stephen Brun's podcast. He uh-huh. said, "Yeah, we had we were a team that was in Colorado. You look at I mean, the only team that didn't really." guess shaken up about it was Detroit, yeah, because Detroit knew how to draft. But Colorado, Toronto, um, those teams uh, spent a lot of money to build, try to build contenders, had to go about it a different way, and they just couldn't adapt. Uh, But I digress. Um, I'm just curious to see because Lamar was dealt with a similar situation with Niedermeyer leaving to go play in Anaheim with his brother. Um, I don't know how he was brought back to New Jersey because they played. In Anaheim. Going to New Jersey is a little bit different. I do also
1: find it funny, just on a side note, that Scott Niedermeyer is having his number retired by the Ducks. Oh, yeah. He only played five seasons for them, but he's having his number retired. He and did Paul bring Correa, the. Paul along with him, who played oh, Paul way sh- more than the Ducks.
0: Paul Korea's number should have been retired a long time ago. Yeah,
1: but he's just now because Paul Korea basically went MIA for a bit and just. Stayed stayed out I, of the and you don't you really blame
0: him for that. Yeah,
1: no. Well, Sportsnet did a thing on him. Doing did he? That, he uh, never
0: won the, the cup with Anaheim.
1: Nope. No, he wasn't on the team that won.
0: That's that's. I think that's probably one of because he
1: was in uh, like St. Louis or one of those teams at the time. Yeah.
0: Uh, growing up, Paul Crea was one of my favorite non-Leaf's players, um, and that was probably the the saddest thing is him not winning a cup because, man, like in, with that series against the Devils, uh, he. He almost single handedly tried to wield that team with a concussion, like hitting, getting hit by Scott Stevens, like who's a freight train. Um, Great goatee as well. But I yeah, I don't know how Neymar was was brought was um, handled or that situation was handled. Like Lou, I I, I appreciate the culture that Lou Merle set with the Leafs, but I also hate this old school. It's not even really really an old school mentality. It's a Lou mentality. Like people think, oh Lou with his old school mentality of not a player's not wearing old certain school numbers. mentality. That would that would assume if that you're he thinking of like the 40s and 50s. And yeah, he's got an old school mentality, not doing video tributes was, for like a guy. He like... He is
1: old school. <laughs> he's 75 years old. He you know, exactly. So you're trying to like old school to me sort of implies that it's like sort of a younger guy trying to bring it back to how it used to be yeah. with their culture. Lou is 75 years old. This is what he knows. It's all really as a culture,
0: and I think part of the reason why he was ousted in New Jersey was because he didn't know the new culture of the That's NHL. Part of the
1: much. reason Matt Martin's going to play every game for the Islanders this season,
0: and Leo Komarov is going to be making three million dollars a season. Leo is
1: probably in a center for the Islanders this season,
0: and an AHL enforcer got a four-year deal,
1: one million per. Though, so
0: a four-year deal. The
1: there is the Ty-
0: Tyler marks. Ennis and. And we—that's—that's that's a show. Got a one-year six. Tyler Ernest has shown more than this guy has. I
1: understand. <laughs> like, I'm, come on! I'm not defending the move. But I know, but it's you, not some egregious number like two and a half or three million dollars. okay, but you, if he
0: did that, then you know Lou has gone senile. Like people think he's gone senile. No, 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 no. No.
1: Lou, like, it's a one million dollar contract. If you have to send him down to the AHL, you're not bearing. That at much this salary. point,
0: he's preparing the Islanders for a rebuild. By doing these contracts
1: And they started off well, Can we Can I just Real quick Can we mm. just like Talk to Islanders fans
0: I don't have the music for it But the Tim and Sid music No it's okay remember you, can what these it, have, you can put it in post remember, It's all Remember good. what these have Yeah That, that was like my the favorite riff? The favorite part about Tim and Sid Are you gonna take a Sid rant right now Yeah Okay my, I'm turning my mic off Here we go
1: Go Hey Islanders fans It's me Austin Listen Shut up for a second I had to throw it back to Tim and Sid there Shout out Sid Sixero um, I'm not going to get into this whole rant With like how Sid does it As that's his own thing and he's very good at it But The rebuild's going to happen um, A lot of people in New York uh, Rangers fans in New York, Islanders fans alike Are trying to sort of rationalize The fact that their teams may still be in it next season I see David across from me making Little smirks and looking weird But uh, it is This is your is. moment, I'm letting you have it It's all good um, I just Embrace the rebuild Because a lot of these teams will not embrace a rebuild Chicago sort of did this season And I'm just taking examples Chicago did in a way By being able to get a top 10 pick But that's just because they weren't a good team um, New York Their draft was stellar I think um, They got Blade Jenkins Best name in the draft uh, Debatably with Jet Wu I will say that their first three picks were fantastic. They got Oliver Wallstrom and Noah Dobson that just fell into their laps. That is a possible franchise winger and what looks to be a top four lock defenseman.
0: Some say potentially a number one. Could yeah. be a top pairing defenseman. Top pairing. If with the right And Bodie
1: Wild, who if he can work out some of the kinks that they had of him during the draft, which is why he fell, then he can be a stud as well. Um, they got Jacob Skarek, who was one of the top rated goalies in the draft. I mean, that draft was good for Lou. Uh, as far as I can tell, I'd have to look into this, but I don't think there was any 6-5 defensive defensemen taken, so they're off on the right foot with Lamorello. Um And, I mean, the team's not in bad shape, as we said. Barzal is a stud. Anthony Beauvillier can become a top-six center. You have Lee, who had over 30 goals, I believe.
0: Yeah, well, that was playing with Tavares, Josh Bailey. Those guys will – I mean, with Barzal, they might be better. They're not going to be better, Yeah, but they're going to be – Maybe able to stay afloat and still score.
1: There, there are going to be some issues, but that Listen, is with every rebuilding team. But the Islanders under Gar Snow, Gar, Lou lamarillo is an upgrade over Gar Snow. I'm just going to go. And oh, start. I
0: and you know what? I'm not totally. I'm not saying Lamarello is a terrible GM. I just think he has to embrace a different. I think. He realized with the Leafs. And I think the Leafs situation was good. for him. you have to think differently than how you thought in the past. Yeah, I think the I think the De- the Devils experience was an eye opening one for him. Yep, and I think he changed with the Leafs. Uh, There's still some of that old school mentality in there, but I think what he when he's going to bring to New York is going to help
1: them. Yeah,
0: not um, in the short term, but may, over the long run, they're going to see
1: it. I'll bring it back to basketball again because it's a good comparison with LeBron and Tavares. LeBron leaving, the Cavs were an absolute joke that season. They ended up getting Kyrie Irving, who built the framework for their future franchise when they won the championships and made the finals when LeBron came back. Tavares, you would assume, is not going to be coming back unless it's on like a yeah. one year stupid. I'm not going to get into that. I, I doubt it's, it's not a similar happen. situation in that regard. But the Cavs were terrible, they were abysmal when LeBron left. Like they, I don't know how many games they won. I would assume it's under 30 25, somewhere. Like I, have,
0: I wouldn't know off the top of my head, no.
1: But what I'm trying to say is Barzell is your franchise now, and he is a hell of a player. So it's not all bad. The defense needs work. The goaltending needs work. There's no doubt. But there, you have Kiefer Bellows. You have Josh Hosang. You have Michael Dalcol, who could work out, could not. Mike, hold on, let me make sure that's... Uh, Del Michael Dalcol Cool uh, There are some pieces Kiefer Bellows is going to be exciting And when Wallstrom and Dobson are ready They are going to be very good contributors So this lineup is going to be good You just got to give it time And Tavares is a tough pill to swallow but
0: And let's not forget they also have a good coach
1: Yep They got a Stanley Cup winning head coach
0: A good coach that will Work well I think with Lou and, he's, and got, he's got patience. And let's not forget that uh, the next hire could be Mark Hunter.
1: Yep. Well, with Barry Trotz, the thing is, he was the coach of Nashville for so long. And yeah. how long did how many seasons was he there until they made the playoffs? Oh, like he's gone through that grind where it yeah. takes you a couple years to build the right team. But they trust yeah, and the, and the, and in the Predators, and the Predators were an expansion team, so it's different. But what I'm saying yeah. is, he's used to he's experienced winning now with the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup, and he's experienced where he's had to go through a couple seasons. And of and they usually
0: coaches like that know what what they can do differently in those periods, yeah. I, I think.
1: He learns from his mistakes. That's why yeah. he's won a Stanley Cup now.
0: Is that closing the letter for Islanders fans? I
1: just wanted to get that in before. because yeah. It seems like the sky's falling with the Islanders. It probably won't be the greatest season of all time here, but oh, you're definitely, definitely not going to be the worst team in the East. They're
0: a team that I think, other than maybe – they're a team that's set up and they've got the tank master goalie and Robin Leonard. So I understand. Get prepared because you could get Hughes. You could get Hughes. You could get Jackson.
1: There's Jack some, there some past Hughes. Like so, I've been looking at this next draft already and there's some really yeah. solid players. Alex Newhook is. At least at least
0: they're. And I think the, the whole bringing Matt Martin back and Leo Komaroff. Guys like Matt Barzell may not You have get,
1: get one touched. of the most dependable bottom sixes in the league. If it's not star-studded, like, there's some pretty good – there's some good pros in there. Yeah. So you've got Cal Clutterbuck. You've got Casey Zizekas. You've got uh, Martin Komarov. Uh, they just signed Philpola. Like, there's some good – there are some decent players in that team. They're yeah. just – they're not going to blow the east no, out of the water. They're not. Like, and that's what fans – they instantly give up on their team because, hey, we're not going to finish first in the east. It's like there's – just give it give it time. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Um, let's shift focus now. Um, I'm assuming you saw that first picture of John Tavares in Leafs gear from CCM Hockey. Um. Also seeing him on the ice for the first time in Leafs gear, and boy, does Austin Matthews look pissed about John Tavares being in a in a Leafs uniform. Can, can somebody, can you explain to me, or maybe I'm not getting the memo on how this all of a sudden uh, makes, makes Austin Matthews mad, upset, whatever the heck you want to say. Can you explain to me where that rationale came from or who started this whole rationale?
1: Of Austin Matthews being upset? Yeah. Did anybody bother asking Austin Matthews? No, that's my question. Really, no. I think the media is still trying to get over the fact that Austin Matthews can actually speak to media members now. He was under Lou's reign for so long. Um, I, I it it's just oh, but it, it, it wasn't from the media. It was fan speculation. Like this isn't not bashing the media, saying who asked, who didn't, why didn't you ask Austin? Yeah. This is just saying fans need to find a reason to throw gas on the fire.
0: I mean, no. This was fans. This is more of
1: well, just like people around the game need to be able to throw yeah. stuff in in order to just bother or bring up new stuff to talk about. Um, like
0: Austin Matthews helped recruit John Tavares to this team. Yep. Mitch Marner recruited. Patrick Marlowe recruited.
1: I cannot wait to see Tavares and Marner play together that first shift. Oh my gosh! Um, like, I also love Max Domi talking up about the Toronto Maple. Leafs oh yeah, that was, hes gonna feel it. That's the hilarious. First game of the season, he's gonna see what the Montreal-Toronto uh, rivalry nowadays is yeah, about.
0: Exactly. We'll see. Let's see the. Let's see how he's welcomed in Montreal. That's
1: all I'm gonna say. Carey Price better stand uh, on his head in that first game, or Montreal's gonna implode. Um, also, Co- I'm interested to see if Kukinievi actually—they force him to play up. I think he should go back to Europe for a season.
0: I think so too. But stay Montreal away from Montreal. So stay away from Montreal. I'm getting right off now.
1: track here, but I'm just I'm really interested yeah. to see what Montreal and Ottawa do this season because they're both in trouble in different ways.
0: I will get you back on track. Um Yeah, I mean we'll see how that first game goes. I, I it's I don't think it's gonna be as instant as me. some people may think. I think it's gonna take a little time. It's yeah. usually what happens when you get a player of that magnitude. A, I think the good a good comparable, although he was traded for it, he wasn't signed by the team. When New York acquired Giancarlo Stanton, they yeah. already had this great young nucleus. Or when Golden State
1: acquired Cousins, okay, sort of just like that. No, ah,
0: no, no, because they're already established as a championship team. Like,
1: but so was New York. They well, were, New York,
0: not with this current core. That's what I'm saying. No, like, but
1: they were a couple. They were a couple games away from the World Series last season. Let's not discount them.
0: Uh, they, they they were had, very good. They, added y- they were a young team that was getting good. Like it hadn't yeah, well, reached that point yet. Nobody. A good- I don't think anybody thought New York was a World Series contending team though. Last year, they knew they were going to be eventually going to be a World Series contender. Yeah. But the core, how young they were, very very similar to the Leafs. I think.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: That's what I'm trying uh, to get. I'm, at now here. I'm
1: getting the connection. <laughs>
0: So, you have a great core of Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, uh, Greg Bird. Gleyber Torres. Now, now Glaber Torres and Anular. Clint Frazier's
1: playing off the bench. He's, like, he's a top Not even off prospect. the bench. He's going to be in Is the minors.
0: Could be in the minors if they go out and get... That's, that's, I mean,
1: that's somebody the Jays are looking at for app.
0: We're going to get to that. We're yeah. going to get to that. Oh, okay. Um, but they go out and they get Giancarlo Stanton. Do you think when... John Carlos Stanton came to New York. That Aaron Judge was just all pissed off. I hit X amount of home runs, and you go out and you do get John Carlos uh, Stanton.
1: Do you think when John Carlos Stanton came to New York, they went, wow, how are his defensive numbers going to be? As they did with Leafs saying, wow, their defense is still crap. Taveras doesn't matter.
0: Or they're pitching.
1: Or, yeah, sorry, that's they're better. pitching. Sorry, I'm not baseballing right now. I'm in hockey <laughs> mode.
0: Yeah, you are. Um, a little bit, but – I think it's a great. I think it's great. People always said the Yankees need pitching. They're saying it this time around. But who are the Yankees being rumored to? Manny Machado.
1: Somebody was also saying. I saw a tweet today saying, um, and it sort of relates to the Marner and uh, Neilander thing because yeah. obviously the big thing after Tavares was signed is well, well, who's out the door.
0: That's that's my best. Oh, I loved Kyle Dubas's response on Thirty One Thoughts.
1: We can and we will. Don't, That's it. Don't tell. How can that, one sentence crush the entire league's dreams of the league's Not just
0: again? that. He, and uh, he even, like, on T.A. just he also said, we just pitched a great core of young players to John Tavares, and now we're going to trade him? Yep. That is so unfair to what?
1: As soon as they get the contract signed, it's, okay, send him out. It just doesn't make any sense. What I was going to say is the tweet yeah. I saw is back in 2015 when the Jays acquired David Price, the mm-hmm. Yankees were also in on him with the Tigers, and apparently what stopped the uh, the trade to the Yankees was that they wanted Luis Severino and Aaron Judge, Whoop. the Tigers. Boy, Ball, the balls on the Tigers. Luis Severino is a Cy Young candidate now and an all-star. And Aaron Judge is one of the up co- like probably close is uh, probably I don't know if
0: he's the top slugger in the league but he's up there. what I'm getting
1: at here is trading yeah. one of your young stars instead of letting them develop for a player that could help you in the now but can burden you later not always the best idea
0: guaranteed David Price would not have signed We're seeing in it with Europe. the
1: Blue Jays where we gave away all the assets Price didn't even sign now you're now you're back to square at, one and at rebuilding. At least the
0: price deal, the price deal wasn't the the back like the backbreaker. No, the two one hurts because he's injured now. Yeah, and we can get uh, all this. we can get through. Like honestly,
1: what I'm what I'm getting at is yeah. shut up with your Nylander takes because Willie's here to stay, him and his man bun and his beautiful beard from the off season. Man, how,
0: how these guys are growing beards with Lou out! Like, Austin awesome well, Matthews We as didn't gone know facial. that they
1: can grow beards because they haven't been able to since they joined the league. Mitch is the
0: only one that's not going to be able to grow a beard. Let's well, be yeah, right here. But <laughs> that's, that's he's going to be like the... Jonathan Taves trying to grow a, be- a mustache. It's going to be the
1: test: is it, who can grow a better facial hair, me or Mitch Marner? Probably mm-hmm. Mitch.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even try. But yeah, I, I just I don't get this idea of you've got a good team. Yeah, you make it better. All of a sudden, now that means something about the team has to change where it might not make it better. I understand the Leafs need defense. I'm not saying the Leafs don't need defense. I look at that defense core and I'm just like, that's a that's lot right. of question marks still. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of stuff that needs to go you, perfectly right. You need Leafs,
0: Ron too. Hainsey to not fall apart. Yeah. You need Nikita Zaitsev to get o- I I think that, that bug that he had where he lost weight, that, that really took a lot out up. of him. That really screwed him up. He needs to at least be half as like take take what he had last season and just marginally increase and in that's already better.
1: You give we can we can debate here if you want about where you think the Leafs D pairings are gonna go next season. Depends on if it's I currently don't see Oshaganoff making the team. I think
0: Babcock thinks he can, but we've heard Babcock say guys can make the team. If he's if but he's the, another
1: Zaitsev, we really don't want two of them. Like that's what the comparable is: is he's sort of coming in with the same sort of skill set as Zaitsev.
0: The Leafs and I, and Jake agree with me too. Is they need a little sandpaper, a little size, and people are saying, "Oh, sizes and everything." I'm not saying they just need size. They need a guy who can also play. You know, a but
1: guy that really interests me and did not even come onto my radar because no, is Martin Marincin. And oh, listen to me, down
0: that road, I'm not Austin. campaigning
1: for Martin Marincin, but I'm saying don't be surprised if he gets a really good look at at least the seventh defense.
0: What, what have we What have we learned about Mike Babcock since he's come to Toronto?
1: Uh, he likes guys that aren't very good at hockey.
0: No. If he has an opinion on that well, player, yes, but no, it is I'm very wrong. <laughs> hard to change it. Martin Marincin was not very good. Good pro? The AHL is not the NHL for guys at a certain age. Is he a good pro? No, because he wasn't happy about being in the Marlies. It took him time to but. accept that he was an AHL player. And then, yes, he did improve in the AHL.
1: A lot of people that are listening to this will hear me mention the name Martin Marincin and instantly fast forward. To that, I apologize. But I'm saying he will get a very good look because Kyle Dubis is a Kyle Dubis will Martin ensure Marincin.
0: that he gets an opportunity. Yes, but Mike Babcock also knows the in order for a guy to show that he is ready for the NHL, the AHL has to look like a breeze. Yeah, Marinchin was
1: look bad, pretty. And he wasn't
0: terrible. He wasn't bad. He wasn't, he wasn't exceptional.
1: He wasn't Travis Dermott. Travis Dermott looked like he didn't need to be there. He exactly. That's what Timothy Andreas Lilligren Johnson looked like he didn't need to be though, there.
0: That's that's the point pl- and that's the point pl- I I Timothy think Lilligren I looked like he needed he... to be there.
1: Let's just get that out of the exactly. way. He needs another year. At least. He needs
0: Oh, I think it for sure Timothy another year. Timothy
1: Lilligren, Lilligren I screw this up every podcast now cuz now I need to get it right. He needs another year. Everyone that's on that train? He He's a he, good player. The fantastic whole fantastic player. The
0: whole mono thing was like people yeah. don't realize he lost you can't you can't play when you have an illness like that, no, in you, you, a young guy like that who doesn't play, doesn't isn't able to train and skate and do all those things, he needed that season. People were surprised he even went to the Marley. Let's be real here; he could have gone back to Sweden.
1: Yeah, and he could have played men's hockey, but yeah, he the played, SHL he played, the he SHL played, sort of held in the same regard as the AHL, like that exactly. skill level. So why not? Just come uh, over and play the North American and on North American ice. I,
0: and maybe I'm I'm a little a little harsh on Marinchin. I've seen him play with the Marlies too, and I've seen. I think you you give him more opportunity. Then yes, maybe he maybe because of how much he played that gave him confidence, and he was a little bit and he improved. He's not going to be playing that same amount of time with the Leafs.
1: There's also a lot of pluses and a lot of minuses that come with Martin Marincin. And the pluses are that he is not a bad defender.
0: He's also left-handed, though.
1: Left-handed, which is debatable whether you need that on the Leafs because Mike Babcock likes to match. You've seen it with the Maple Leafs. He's a yeah. decent to admirable penalty killer. Like He's been pretty good when he played with that Leafs the That can't clear the
0: puck, but that's also that's, that's a That's the
1: downside is you cannot give this man the puck. No, which is a big part of being a defenseman in the NHL. It's the same with Roman Pollock though. You couldn't give him the puck either because it was a grenade. If, it's like he was handling a grenade. If, if
0: you're asking me whether I'd rather have Martin Marincin in that bottom pairing or a guy that like Oji Ganoff.
1: oh, I'd um, rather see Borgman on the bottom pairing.
0: Borgman, I don't care. Actually, Ozy a right hander,
1: so that's I don't care like if he's a, a lefty. Put I'm sure Cal, you have can play the right Cali
0: well. Rosen, Andreas Borgman, and Martin Marincin could be the three guys bottom like. Going after
1: and Connor Carrick. And well, Connor Carrick's a righty,
0: so it's gonna yep. be him, OG Ganov, and Hull. And Hull.
1: Yeah, um, I don't I think Cali Rosen's probably gonna play top pair at the AHL next season.
0: I think so too, because I he, think it's gonna be him and Borgman might, might as well because he had that injury.
1: So there's a lot of people saying Borgman wasn't happy to be there though, so do you really want to piss him off and risk him going back to Sweden?
0: If you don't perform, okay, this is my thing, and this is where when I heard that Marincha wasn't happy about going to the AHL. When you do not perform yeah. at the not NHL the level, NHL. that's where you play. Where would you rather be, Josh Levo, and sitting at, in the press box all year, or playing hockey? Yeah. This is actually my big thing about the whole CFL NFL argument. Mm-hmm. They always say how guys in the CFL are terrible or they couldn't cut in the NFL. They don't care. All the guys I ask is, oh, what, what makes you? What made this right? Was I, I get to play football. Ask any guy, ask Rich Klune, uh some guys who play in the NHL and have that ego, I will say Ella Brooks-like, that don't want to play in the NHL because it's You're a lesser it. league. You're above, apparently above it. Well, guess what? Your NHL team does not want you.
1: Yeah, You're there now, so you can either pout you, and you, cry in your corner. You, you either want to
0: be play. a hockey player or an NHL player. In order to be an NHL player, the correlation is you want to be also a good hockey player you have to be a good hockey
1: player you have to have, have that
0: passion NFL. for the game not just for the league yeah i think that's where people have to realize that a lot of every player wants to play in the nhl there's only tw- uh, 24 23 spots on an nhl roster i my math is terrible
1: 20, 20 oh boy yeah Sorry, you get eight, but... you get
0: 18 skaters a night and then you get the
1: goalie Two goalies and then two scratches. So
0: Okay. Not every player is going to make it. You need to show... Now, especially, if this was the Leafs 10 years ago, 6 years ago, those guys could probably could make it because the talent level wasn't there. It's, but now that the young talent is taking over, you really have to show... You can't make those mistakes that guys like... And Kelly Rosen was making those mistakes. Borgman showed that he needed uh, needed some time to get consistent playing time. You can't make those mistakes. Conor Carrick made
1: mistakes. Yeah, it's it's the minor leagues in general is this. You have to be good before you can make that jump. We went to uh, Brampton to cover the Brampton Beast, the Montreal yeah. Canadiens ECHL team. So every player I talked to was basically said the same thing as, well, this isn't the dream, but this is where we are now, so you have to make the best of your situation. There's
0: guys who say, my goal is to get here. But They're very it has about to it. start somewhere. Yeah. They're it saying, has to hey, start somewhere.
1: I want to be in the NHL, but I'm not there, so we have to just play.
0: There was a player – oh, my God. I can't even remember. There, you hear it all the time about guys. They went from ECHL. Mm-hmm. Justin Hall. Here we go. Guy was drafted by the Blackhawks in what, second round? From second round, the, yeah. Third, uh, third round. Third round? Yeah. That's pretty high. Okay, for for a defenseman. Sure I'm right there. <laughs> um, I'll let Austin check. But this is a guy who...
1: Nope, second round, fifty Second
0: round. I thought I was right with that. You are right. right. Congratulations. Second round pick. Couldn't cut in the NHL. Couldn't even cut in the AHL. Is in the ECHL. Pretty much his time with the Blackhawks is done. Marley's give him a chance.
1: Yeah.
0: He plays a couple of NHL games too as a little reward. But you keep working at the AHL. He, I never, ever once heard him say, "I don't want to be here. I'm not really thrilled with my situation." Now, he's a guy that might get a legit shot in the NHL.
1: We're also not putting into account that there is a strong possibility that Rasmus Sandin and uh, Sean Doherty <laughs> could asterisk could play for the Marlies.
0: Sandin and at some point Dan in Jersey.
1: Because they can both come over. Maybe when their seasons are done, they come over and play for the Marlins. That's, so th- that's I think Sandine. W- I think that's the plan. I'm just I'm looking at a thing he, from he played a
0: yeah he played the, the difference between Sandine and Lilligren is that um, you you weigh out. Kyle Dubas clearly likes what what his situation is like in the Sioux. He even said, but he, when he goes back yeah. to the OHL, like he's kind of hinted that's where he's going to go.
1: And he's obviously comfortable with what the Sioux does in developing players. Yeah. And why not? You also don't
0: want to have too many young defensemen playing for the Marlies because then that's going to – that's making Sheldon Keefe's job really hard.
1: I I bring up Sandin because uh, the pension plan puppets just put out an article a second ago, and this is Thursday we're recording this just in case anyone's wondering, uh, that Rasmus Sandin is not listed on Team Sweden's uh, World Junior roster for the initial camp um who is uh let me look uh because okay.
0: is for sure on that
1: uh nope Darlene's not on here either well he's gonna be in the NHL so Buffalo's not gonna loan him so they just left him True. off completely um okay so some interesting names uh Adam Boquist is the biggest okay. name on the he's list He's probably gonna be there uh Adam Ginning who was a later round pick is there Tim or sorry Tom Hedberg uh, Sebastian Walfredson Simon Johansson Niels Lundqvist who was a first round pick for the Rangers uh, is going to be there uh, Philip Johansson and Philip Westerlund so okay. decent defense but there's only two first rounders in that group as far no. as I remember
0: so this could be a case of European teams tend to go with guys who've played in Europe more so I think when it comes to those tournaments you look at Sweden's done that Finland's done that
1: Team Sweden's summer camp and Kamloops Sweet.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> then that makes this a little more puzzling. But, I mean, <laughs> it, it just could be a matter of they've seen certain guys more or they feel like these guys would be better. I don't even think Sandine played in the tournament this year.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: If they don't play...
1: Well, Hold uh, it. was the only underager they sent, I'm yeah. pretty sure.
0: So if they don't play in last year's tournament, the chances of them making this year's not, team... Not underager, but no. draft eligible. And these guys have also played in Sweden's under-18 system. I don't think... Sandin did. I, I mean, I'm making this stuff up. It's becoming more point.
1: of an inch, interesting thing with me, and I'll just go for this aside for a sec. Is that the World Juniors don't bring in more draft eligible players? To now, play now, but to now it's towards.
0: become a, a point of winning the tournament, not just showcasing your talent.
1: Yeah. I, I get it from that regard, but it's like how cool Canada
0: has done that. I
1: think Canada's on. They've own done. A,
0: I think there was one year where Canada did not have one draft eligible showable player on the team. It was all guys already drafted. I think this year, I think a lot, the team that won this year was one of those teams.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of uh, a lot of overage guys, or not so, overage, but guys that are draft plus two and whatnot. exactly.
0: So it's just the way it works. Um, I don't even think I was gonna say we're gonna talk about the Leafs and th- ah, captain since the cap ten C thing, captain stuff. They're
1: gonna name a captain at some point. That's that's that.
0: I think I made my point about that earlier. Yeah. Um, I do want to move on to two other topics, non toronto police related. Mm-hmm. related. Surprise, surprise.
1: Cool. Um,
0: let's start with the more realistic one, which is the fact that J-Hub is not going to be a Toronto Blue Jay after the July 31st deadline. Yeah. Like, unless the offers are crap. Like, not even like it. it I, and this is actually a point that Jeff Blair made. I don't know. Was it Jeff Blair? Damn. Who made the point? If you get a terrible offer for Jay hap, sometimes it's better not to trade the guy than to just trade him for the sake of trading him. And I kind of agree with that because if you're just trading a guy to trade him, you're setting a bad precedence for trades going forward for your team. And two, when you look back on what you got for a guy when you trade for him, a lot of the times teams get roasted for it. Yeah. Um. Liriano for Teoscar Hernandez. We were just like, Teoscar Hernandez, who's that? Now look at what's was, happened.
1: Yeah, well, initially, I think we were all pretty happy that they got a top 20 prospect from their yeah. system for a guy that was, what, our fourth or fifth starter at the time?
0: Exactly. Um, That's so, pretty good,
1: and you had guys behind Liriano that could come in and replace him, so it's pretty much a win-win.
0: Yeah, so I think...
1: And I, I don't
0: know what Hap can go for. I don't know. Like it, the, There's so many... Wall cards in this year's trade deadline, and the fact that the Mets could all of a sudden decide that Grom and Syndergaard are here for the taking. Go have had it. That would screw the Blue Jays Matt royally. Because if you hear yeah, the there's Yankees, still,
1: there's still some teams like the Cubs have been linked to Hap.
0: The Cubs have not. Like I looked at it, the Cubs, don't have anything. Yeah, they blew all a lot of the prospect capital on the... Well, it's it's, it it it's the shackle
1: baseball. I mean, you gain a good. Good prospect system. You trade that prospect system away to win now, then you're stuck there. Yeah. You rebuild. The cycle continues. It's like, we unless were you're our, the
0: Yankees, apparently that cycle just keeps yeah, on we going. We were talking
1: the other day about the the CHL, how it does that. Yeah. You draft oh the CHL is the worst with that. Your team sucks. You draft good prospects. You make a run and trade away your next five years of draft picks, and then you suck He's, for a couple of years, and then you start over again. It's just yeah, a cycle.
0: It's a weird cycle. Um, I wrote four teams that. Have been rumored or linked to J. Happ. Yeah, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Brewers,
1: the Mariners. I was gonna say, or the Mariners one because that was his old team? Yeah, old team got traded from there to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, again,
0: like the Cubs don't have, and I don't understand how they don't have any prospects. Is they haven't really made they've made trades, but they haven't really gone out and made big deals. I don't know what some teams. I don't understand why they don't have. Much to offer. Now I'm not looking for the Jays to get a team's number one prospect. That ain't happening. You look at what Atlanta's got with Albies and Okuna, it's not it's not <laughs> happening. You're not getting a team's top prospect.
1: You're uh, giving up. Unless you're top, getting unless you're giving up a Machado or an MVP candidate or, or a
0: Bryce Harper or something like that. That's the only way. For a Jay Hap, if you can get a top ten prospect, you're laughing. 15 20 and 20 is still good. You know who the Jays 19th ranked prospect is? I believe right now. I think this is when I I have,
1: I have it up so I can let you know. Let's see if you
0: see if it's the same as who I think it is. Cuz it's probably 19th? The, Yeah. <laughs> who is it? Calvin Vigio. Calvin Biggio. You know who leads AA or his conference in home runs? Calvin Biggio with 19 and he's The 19th-ranked prospect in the Blue Jay system. Yep.
1: And even past that, there's Hagen Danner is the 20th-ranked prospect, and he's supposed to be a very good catching prospect. Kevin Smith, who is having a great year, as far as I know from just reading up on prospects. Rowdy Telez is still number 15, which is interesting because he's like 20. How old is he? Rowdy? I'll have to look that up. I don't know his age. Hold on. I'll find out. Uh, but anyway yeah the Yankees are i I think probably the most likely you, you, they have a good prospect system and they need to they need stack that pitcher because Sonny Gray has really let them down um that's, that's the, the that only the only thing
0: that game. will impact this is if they go after Machado or that they go out, if Syndergaard or, and uh, the Grom are available I don't know many other pitching pro- I pitchers I don't out think there.
1: you give up what you like Hap is dependable Hap is... I'm not going to say, like, the Yankees... Syndergaard a total, is a top of the line starter. It'd like, be a total Yankees move to go out and get Syndergaard to Grom and pitch them fifth in your rotation.
0: How hated... Like, that would be it. The Mets would get hated for that, to trade him to the New York... Other I, New I York team. That,
1: it's, it's like a it's a unicorn. The Yankees and Mets making a trade. It hasn't happened since, like, 08 or something.
0: I, don't, I can't remember the last time it's happened. I
1: think it was 2008 or 2009, somewhere around there. They made, like, a minor player swap.
0: Um... So that's, that's it. And and somebody also mentioned if the Blue Jays are going to trade within their division, which rightfully so, you better get a lot out of that divisional rival. At the same time, it's just like, so then other teams get a discount because they don't play in your division? I don't like yeah. that mentality a lot. Um, I think the Yankees are, and Brewers are my two top, I think. The Brewers really feel like they have a window here. They traded for Yelich. Uh, they you got know, Lorenzo Cain. They have Lorenzo Cain. Uh, Eric Thames has been pretty good. Pitching wise, I'm not as familiar with their rotation, but I would assume that it's a work in progress. If they're interested in Hap, so the Yankees and Brewers are two teams that are very and Brewers are also interested in Machado as well. So they clearly have something to offer if they were to go out and get it. My, my I'm really wondering: Does Hap drop then Machado? Or does every is everybody waiting for Machado?
1: I'm not sure. I think Machado probably. It's sort of like what happened with um what happened with Stanton. Okay. The free agency. It's like the first shoe falls and then we'll see what happens. Very true. Um, um but I mean Clint is not even listed in the Yankee system now because he's playing for them. So it's uh, he would be their top-ranked he, prospect, he, I would think.
0: He is their, top, their top-ranked prospect. Angular apparently could be made available if they were going to go after Machado.
1: Apparently, Justice Sheffield is the one the Orioles want. He's their number two prospect. but they, They're hesitant. Uh, um, the chance Adams, I've heard a lot of yeah, in trade talks. Basically, if they're, hat, if, they're,
0: but... if they're not Latino, I don't think uh, the, the, or- the chance of the Orioles want them is very slim, from what I've heard. <laughs> really? Orioles hate—they they trade away international pool money. So Keegan Matheson talked about this Yeah, with us, I believe. They don't like – I don't understand it. Any method – you, any means to get a team better, you should do it. Um, well, speaking
1: of Keegan. Yes. What does Keegan have uh, cooking? Keegan Matheson, friend of the show, always wanted to say that. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will begin his rehab assignment for the GCL Blue Jays on Friday. And That's it is not a definite he's going to AAA Buffalo. According to the Blue Jays,
0: I think I think that it, that report and I was we were going to get to that report by Rob Longley. Yeah, um, we've heard he's going up soon. Everyone, get ready. Yeah, he's coming up to AAA. Oh. Until oh. the Blue Jays make that announcement, I know they're going to do it. Yeah, they only have so much time left in the AAA season. I'm yeah, it ends already, right? It's it does, like August or yeah, August. Like I'm also convinced August. that it could also mean he's with the Blue Jays at some point. And th- there's well, two the, reasons the for it. The
1: Blue Jays it. just signed another really good international prospect. Yes,
0: I? they did. I, I'm the name escapes yeah, me. Yeah, I'm drawing. Paul Paul uh, Taylor wrote about him for the site. Okay, um, cool. It's a shortstop. Uh, it's he got three and a half million, and I think in a signing bonus or whatever and well they well. Jr. got only 400,000 more than him
1: Yeah, they're they're doing well with their international signings cuz one Four. of the guys they signed last year was Eric Perdinho, uh Brazilian pitcher. And he's doing pretty well. He's got he's playing 16 for, year old, he's playing for Bluefield, I believe. He's 17 now. 17. Uh, okay, January birthday, so. Uh but he's got a 312 ERA and is 1 and 2 on a season and 17 innings pitched with it uh, looks like he's playing in the Appalachian League, but that might be... Oh, no, there's the blue field. Uh, yeah, 312. Yeah, 312 ERA, one and two in four starts. 312 ERA, uh, though, is pretty good for... He's a small guy, too. He's only 510, 155. So... Hey,
0: hey, height to measure heart. Let's be real here. Fair.
1: Uh, but the what I'm getting at is the Jays, if one thing... With teams is you have to those international prospects. You've seen it with Vlad Guerrero. We signed Vlad Guerrero Jr. and obviously he made a lot of hype because of his namesake.
0: Oh, here we go. Or or Orelvis yeah. Martinez.
1: And they also uh, the, the Jays signed Lourdes Gurriel Jr. last year.
0: No, two. With, years. That was two years ago.
1: Uh, with no with Kendrys.
0: Was he oh, with? He, no, I, I.
1: Yeah, it was the same day as Kendris Morales. Was it really? Yeah. It was, like, right after.
0: He was old. Because you know, it he's was, like, older. Edwin
1: signed, then Kendris signed with the Jays, and then they announced Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And was like, what the hell? Because <laughs> I, I remember doing this thing on, He was
0: also an older prospect. I did a thing right.
1: on uh, them signing Gurriel for a tip when I yeah, first joined last year. That's
0: true. Okay, because you weren't here two years ago. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, you wrote a thing about Kevin Biggio. Damn it, I was going to write one for my own thing. I did. Um, <laughs> he's... He's a guy, and
0: John. A lot of what I wrote about was reported by John. Lot of how he's changed the mechanics and timing of his swing, um, which usually helps. And he's he's a guy that's again. I I, I like guys who have bloodlines to the like who have uh, the history of the family history with the game. Yeah, because they've lived it, they've seen it. Um, for them to, well, deal the Jays have the-
1: certainly gotten the wealth of just having. <laughs> oh. They have it's, another one in uh, Griffin Conine. He's been playing very well. Yeah,
0: apparently. you those genes. Like, it's it's. Some people might don't think it's over. Em. Don't you can't. In hockey, it's not as big. You don't see like I think like, uh, Wendell Clark's son got drafted by the Capitals. His,
1: uh I think it's his nephew. What was his I don't nephew? know if it's his son. Let me check. I thought it was his son. Hold on, Cody Clark, right? Uh,
0: C- what's I think Cody. Uh, Cody. Or just do – just do – guarantee if you type in Wendell Clark's son drafted, that will help you. SEO guys, Google search really does help. Um,
1: Oh, I spelled his name wrong. That's why. I couldn't find Cody Clark. Yeah, it is his son.
0: Yeah. So we we don't see it as much in the NHL. Like, okay. Feel old yet, Leaf fans? Max Domi, Ty Domi's son. (laughs) Um I, there's not as many as what we've Not as many before. examples
1: in hockey, but it's gonna start happening soon.
0: I think so because you're see because these are guys also that you kinda remember and heard of, so um Nick Antropov's son. That's a good one. He's
1: supposed to go in the top three rounds next season.
0: So there there's examples. And baseball I think is more so because
1: Baseball is. So there's th- probably a lot more examples that we don't know of because, because there's so many. But
0: there's also so many players you sign in baseball, and you yeah you like draft
1: forty rounds in baseball. Yeah,
0: so the um, chances of a guy crap. yeah exactly. And
1: I mean, Bo Bichette is a good example of his, his older brother was drafted and a lot of hype because it's Dante's oldest son. And he was just cut loose by the Yankees. I watched the story that Sportsnet did on him a couple. of uh, I wrote. A week
0: ago. I wrote that story on Sportsnet.ca about My Bo Bichette guy. from it, but it was um, just off what the video said. So
1: he was, yeah, he was the first one of the Bichettes to be drafted after his dad uh, went, and he was a top prospect for the Yankees. Didn't work out.
0: Didn't he, his dad didn't even want Bo Bichette to? <laughs> he wanted to play, play Bo tennis. to play tennis, right? Yeah, and um, Bo
1: ended up being a top ten prospect in baseball now.
0: Now he is, yeah. Uh and he was only drafted in the second round by the Blue Jays. So, yeah. um I, I think the the Blue Jays will be looking for guys that are more MLB ready <laughs> than projects.
1: Have you? Uh, I know you're a Juventus fan. Have you seen the Ronaldo? No, oh, don't yet?
0: don't do that to me yet. I I haven't. I'm confl- I've been conflicted about that. Oh, it's so weird. It's so nice. It's so weird. Like people, I look. I'm not I don't a, want to get off into a um, soccer chat and yeah. just scrolling Twitter. Um wow, you just uh Football. It's really weird. No, seeing him in a Juve kit will be the It's very odd. It'll be weird. It's
1: like seeing John Tavares in a maple leaf jersey. No,
0: not no, quite. no. It's That's about what you, it would you spent be nine like years with
1: a team and then went back to another team. It's I'm trying to make a this would have been like
0: if working. Toti who's playing for Roma decided to come to Juve and was always a Juve fan, but got Signed by Roma, but it's a little different in in calcio, as we say in Italy.
1: It's like if David Beckham left Manchester United, went and played for Real Madrid. Oh wait!
0: But oh, I'm not gonna get there. Nope, nope. We're it getting was, off. It this, was Real, right? We're getting.
1: Uh, I didn't watch soccer back then. I know he played for AC as well. He played everywhere, man. Yeah, he was all over the place. Same with Ronaldinho. Yeah, it might, might have been Real. R- it might have been Real. Anyhow, Dang.
0: man, this is where I need Jake. Would have known for World sure. World Cup things. Um, go Croatia. Um, but, um, I'm not even Croatian, so don't know where that came from. No. But shout out Canada 2026. Um, I think we can agree. J. Hap, I would say Brewers, Yankees are the top, uh, ranked teams to go after him and possibly land him. Unless a team comes out of nowhere and decides we're going for it, like the Athletics, they always seem to want to do something. Um, so I wouldn't discount them. They seem to have gone up in the in the uh, wall card standings as well. So don't don't count out any team. Yankees and Brewers are the two teams I've and I've heard that they've scouted the Brewer system, the Blue Jays. So uh, let's uh, let's see how that works out. We're gonna end the show with another debate about another rumor.
1: <laughs> <gasps> this rumor.
0: one. I'm I'm not sure what to make of it. Because <laughs> it's a story. Oh boys is it a story. It's so much of a story that Odd Shark can you Austin find me the tweet. I believe Odd Shark has been tweeting this out. Please tell me who the top team they expect or betting odds expect Kawhi Leonard to play with next season. Because you, you have your computer open, I don't.
1: Oh, the betting odds? Yeah. Uh, so, Odds Shark uh, on I Twitter. Believe, we'll have I it think on I Twitter. I just saw something from possibly the score or maybe Tim and Sid, and it said the Raptors were even.
0: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now, I'm going to pull this up. It was, what was it, uh, plus 400, wasn't it? It's plus 400, this was... A couple days ago. A couple days ago. It's changed. So, the first... A report from the Washington Post came out saying that Masai Ujiri is going to go hard after um, Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yeah. Which I, I'm i not like, oh, that's such a dumb idea. Yeah, four hours ago, Odd Shark has them at even.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Um. They have
0: them. Um, let me see here. Damn. Odd Shark tweets out a lot of odds. Really? Oh, here. Okay. So, yeah, they're even. Uh, I think that's 200,
1: plus 200. That's what even odds are. Um, they have a lot of teams in here. They have the nets in here at the end, at plus 2,500.
0: The field. The <laughs> Just field. play the field at plus, plus 500. 500. <laughs> you have better odds you, than the Clippers so you know how at that's, that point. you know how that works, right? Yeah. Bet 100, make 400. In the Raps case, I think it's bet 100, make 200. So, you break... You you win. A, you, you get a hundred. Yeah, you get a hundred. So
1: you you get a hundred. Um, solid. That sounds like fun. I don't Should know. I put money down on Kawhi now? I'll just put ten dollars, and then I'll have. Money I don't for one. know
0: how the 76ers aren't favorite higher, or the Celtics I mean the Celtics or the Celtics, because the only way a trade for Kawhi is going to work is if either MLSC decides we're going to pay a shit ton of luxury tax. Excuse my language for that part. But that's a big luxury tax bill for that a team a that point hasn't point. played paid a big luxury tax bill in quite a while or ever. <laughs> um, I don't think they have ever have to pay that much of a bill ever. DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry are going out of town. And we discussed this last night in our group chat. If you're the Raptors, you'd rather trade DeMar DeRozan, I think. Wouldn't that there be? The are, there are
1: arguments to make for both, I think, but
0: there are arguments. Lowry makes more. DeRozan's contracts longer.
1: If you trade away Lowry, you also have to assume that Fred VanVleet is going to have the is going start, to assume he, the starting role. He, or DeLon he's Wright. even
0: he's even gone down and says I want to be I want to start. Yeah, good on the guy. He's got to He's going to get his chance because he will.
1: Kyle's thirty one, thirty two.
0: Um, like, mm. he's not
1: exactly no, his, he's not
0: young. But Kyle Lowry still brings value to the team.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm not I'm not trashing Kyle Lowry. I'm no. saying Kyle Lowry is the long term. No, he's like not it, This is
0: yeah, this is definitely Fred Van Vliet's job to lose down the road. Yeah. Um, and
1: Delon Wright's a fantastic backup for him. Exactly. I can combo he can defend well, he's perfect.
0: I just can't think what the Raptors would have to give up to get Kawhi. It starts with DeRozan. As
1: long as it's not OG or Fred, I'm cool. Sounds good. i I'm so.
0: I don't know many. I don't know. I've, I haven't heard many people talk about the potential trade package. OG cannot be included. I know people are going to say, but it's Kawhi. OG is a guy that can eventually. I'm not going to say he's going to turn into a Kawhi Leonard. I'll give you Bebe in a conditional second. <laughs> Um, but OG has shown that he can be something. I don't in this even league. know if there's conditional
1: picks in basketball. <laughs> I'm just um, yeah. Going with. Well, the condition Bebe would be, be in the trade. It's not like lottery a third for the Leafs.
0: What basically what the Celtics, what the Nets should have done, which tell the Celtics, we're not trading you lottery picks.
1: But if I was the Raptors, I personally, I would just go ahead and trade people. And that's the tank only for w- RJ Barrett. But they're not going to do that.
0: I think they tried to do that at the draft. Yeah, part of me thinks they Tried
1: to get Gilgis Alexander and didn't. And yeah.
0: Um, but the, that would
1: have been a good start. Gilgis the Alexander, Raptor, OG and R.J. Barrett would have been nice.
0: We've seen the Raptors when Masai Ujiri took over. Uh, Andrea Bargnani was that untradable contract, <sighs> untradable commodity Un- that the Raptors actually got something back for. That was the pick Jacoperto they— was yeah. the pick they got. Um, Steve Novak, a bunch of stuff that they Marcus flipped around. Move there. Yeah, they've moved things Marcus around. Marcus
1: never played for the Raptors, though.
0: But they move those things around. Yeah. Um, I'm just – you can't tank if you're the Raptors because you, want, you can't go from a 59-win team to a tanking team. In the NBA, we also know tanking is not something you can do easily. No. And it's not a proven... Unlike the NHL, where your odds are a little bit better, even though the odds are... Only, I think they kind of weigh out the same. Taking the NBA, and Vivek, I think... Uh, I, our friend Vivek Jacob has told us, too, that you can't just expect to tank and, and land that first pick.
1: Yeah. Or even a top three. If you're under the assumption that you're going to do that, you're in trouble. Yeah. Because you have to have everything... The Raptors right. were
0: that close for Wiggins.
1: The Raptors, yeah. The one... <laughs> The season they traded Rudy Gay and got all those bench players that looked like they were just selling off for spare pieces to end the season, and they managed to make the playoffs. Yeah, so, so you know, nothing's guaranteed in the NBA, especially since there is every team that knows they don't have a realistic shot at playoffs is pretty much in the same boat. And they're not like trying to make it; they're trying their best to just be either a tank team or a team that finishes near the top ten.
0: And Masai Ujiri could try to convince ownership look if we tank this year we got a uh, probably a guy who is going to be better than Wiggins at the time the draft comes along that is not as hard of a sell because you think about a canadian guy very easy to market but you you're you're it's it's like playing the lot it's again like playing the lottery you don't just don't know you can't put your your trust and faith into that happening so um I do think going for Kawhi makes sense in the sense that you've agreed to change the coach realizing that something isn't right with the team so something has to change. I'm just skeptical of A. The Spurs aren't the type of organization that feels like they're in they're pressure to do anything. So if I'm the Raptors, you, you go in there and you give them your best offer and you say, this is our best offer. At this point, Kawhi doesn't want to play for you guys. Let's give you something so you can try to c- compete for this year because San Antonio yeah. still wants to be a playoff team. Um, you give them a young piece. It might have to be a Pascal Siakam from what I've heard, a first-round pick, and maybe DeMar, um, that would be a. That might be enough. I don't know. You just don't know what the Spurs want. The reported ask for, out of the Lakers was Ingram,
1: um, all the things they wanted like a, two for two uh, third two firsts like two thirds. But the Lakers, but
0: the Lakers compared to what the rap? The Lakers are expected to be better because of LeBron
1: and Lance Stevenson.
0: And like well,
1: <laughs> I just wanted to hear I, you say it. S- <laughs> I was
0: hoping you were gonna say Rajon Rondo at least. Um, oh
1: right, that and assuming Lonzo doesn't get traded. They wanted like one of Oh, they wouldn't have been they Lonzo. wanted like two of Lonzo Ingram or Kuzma. I think it was like Kuz- a second and two I think first. it was Kuzma
0: Ingram two firsts and a second. I think that's what it was. Ooh.
1: Not happening. But if you're the Lakers, you're just like, ah,
0: eh, we'll just try to get I'll them just next take year. Our,
1: take our lumps this season with the Warriors. It would have been
0: like it, this. Would have been like if if Tavares did what Kawhi did, and was like, I don't want to play for you guys. I want to be a Toronto Maple Leaf.
1: It's like the Raptors thing. They're just gonna hope that uh, the yeah. Warriors win this year, and then Boogie leaves and goes back to another team after he's got his ring.
0: At this point, you make the NBA Finals, you're gonna just be happy to be there. <laughs> At that point, I mean, if you give Golden State at least some competition, you'll take that, even if you don't win it. Um, But yeah, I mean, Kawhi would be a significant piece that the Raptors, I don't think, have ever had since Vince Carter. Like that guy who can, you can say he's a top five player in the league. Would you say Kawhi's top five? Let's say LeBron, Steph, Kevin Durant.
1: Uh, Russ is up
0: there. Russ Harden, Harden, yeah. So let's top say
1: 10. at least top ten, top top
0: 10, ten. Oh, for sure, top ten. I would say outside top five, like in that we haven't seen Lonzo's the guy play. number
1: one in the league. Never lost. <sighs> oh, my God, no, let's God, not I, do I love that guy with all my heart. Um, but <laughs> I, I just <sighs> that guy is in treasure, and he should be just yeah. protected.
0: I feel. I just feel like right now the Raptors like there's this false sense of hope that yeah. the Spurs is this is all of what the Spurs want to do. And then I hear I think uh, uh Scott McArthur was talking about this on Overdrive with Dave Chuck and that hey, he's he doesn't have he doesn't seem to want to sign anywhere but LA, but if you give him the year in Trump, maybe he decides this is where I want to be.
1: Probably not, but <laughs>
0: probably not. <laughs>
1: God. I'm going to be realistic here. He's probably going back. This to
0: is right. not like the NBA is not the NHL where you eventually get into an organization. He's like, yeah, I like this. This is where I want to be. He's like, can I win here? No.
1: Okay. Golden He'll make mu-
0: the Raptors would probably be in a position to pay him if uh, they trade Demar and Ibaka is able. I think Ibaka has what one more year after this year. Something like that. I think he's a three-year deal. Him and uh, Kyle got three-year deals. So yeah, maybe the Raptors just decide. We'll throw, we'll give you the max contract. Is that enough for Kawhi? I don't know. Um, but what I do know is that this at least.
1: I'm gonna do the same thing with Kawhi that I did with Tavares. I'm not gonna be excited till he signs or till he gets traded here. You
0: are know, I gonna I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I worked was, with
1: Tavares because now I feel really good because he's a leave. If Kawhi doesn't come here, great. Sure, whatever. He's not gonna stay. Whatever. Just make up any excuse. If he comes here, yeah, sure, he's gonna sign a 12-year extension. I'm, I don't care.
0: I, I'm just very. I would like Kawhi, but I, I, I've be- learned to become more skeptical and not believe all the hype until it actually happens. So, don't be caught in the hype, guys. I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm. This is the one time where I'm just. I don't want to get too excited about something that can or may not happen. I've been burned before in the past. Um, not with the Raptors, not with the Blue Jays, but more of with the Leafs, because the Leafs were the only team that could somewhat get a meeting with a top free agent. So, um, was that supposed to be a bird? <laughs> I guess burn. Um, but let's be real here, like, got him. Sorry guys, that's just my that's my hot take for the day. Let's just say that, awesome. Uh, I think we've covered everything we need to cover. Yes. I think we're good to send the people home or change the channel or change the track or change the podcast. Uh, I would like to thank you guys for joining us on this episode of the tip of the power tower podcast. I know I've been promising a guest. I haven't, I've been lazy. Let's just be real here. I haven't had the time to reach out to the people I want to reach out to.
1: Hold on. I'll reach out to one right now Um, while we're doing this. Austin
0: (laughs) is on the case. Um, I mean, it's more like I produce, host the show, so I'm not like some other podcasts that have a producer or have the guys that will – it's a little different. Like, it's a little tougher because I don't want to impose on guys, especially our hockey guys who are just getting on vacation. One of our guests that I want to get, he's currently in Scotland, which probably gives it away. Uh, another one, I've seen him in the cottage. So I don't, want to, I don't want to impose on them just yet. It's a little bit tough. But I do want to get guests on here. We are going to make it a point to do it. So uh, just hold tight. Uh, We'll tweet out when we get the guest so that you'll actually be excited. Maybe we'll try to get a question period in if possible. Um, But I know for sure we can get one guy in. Um, I just wasn't sure if we're going to get him before the MLB trade deadline or if we're going to ask him afterwards. If he's listening, you know who you are. Um, but thank you for subscribing. Make sure you uh, well, if you haven't subscribed, please uh, head over to iTunes. Do the thing. Uh, we're on Spre- uh, Spreaker, so you can download the app. It comes right to your phone when the t- podcast is up and uploaded. You can go on any of your Android. Uh, I believe we're on Google Play as well, if I'm not wrong. If you're not, if are not, you can go and follow us on a podcasting app because we're on iTunes. You can get us through there, uh, The most podcast apps, populate through iTunes. If you need to know how to do that, I can show you. Um, check out all of our stuff on Um Austin, I don't know. The, the score, you're not doing as much writing, right? You're doing more editing? No
1: writing whatsoever, but if there's this thing you're reading on on the score, there's a high likelihood I've seen it and fiddled with it a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we've uh, had a great month so far at tip. We're only 12 days in and we've already surpassed some of our past months. So you guys have been great for, uh, for page views for us. We do appreciate it. We don't just do it for the page views. We do it because we have a passion for sports and we want to bring you guys, not just the news, cause you can go somewhere else for the news. We want to bring you our own take on it and a take that many of you probably have on a certain topic. So Thank you, thank you very much. Um, hopefully, the rest of your summer is going well. Uh, we're going to try to continue this podcast. I didn't even mention that we got in the studio today. Austin and I haven't ah. been in this studio in a while. So it's uh, it's always great to get in the studio. That's why Austin felt a little at odds with the mic. I always like doing this in the studio. just feels a little bit different than doing it over Skype. Even though I have my studio at home,
1: yeah, you're probably wondering why I sounded half decent this episode. <laughs> the
0: one time that Austin's uh, doesn't sound I like he's I do she's... sound
1: better than I used to because I'm not using a gaming headset anymore to talk. But so, um, we're making upgrades.
0: We're trying, but if we do get a guest, it's going to be in the studio. It's not going to be. Yes. It is not going to be over the phone. We will promise you that. We might be in the studio. Hopefully, our guests can come in too. And I just continue rambling on. Thank you guys very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. And for people who live in Toronto, stay safe.